Welcome to Jedi Journal. This week's sextant draw is embrace your emotions, keep your promises, and disregard your apprentice. The story I have chosen is a grim fairy tale called The Bear and the Willow Wren. One summer, the bear and the wolf were walking in the forest, and the bear heard a bird singing so beautifully that he said, Brother Wolf, what bird is that that sings so well? That is the king of the birds, said the wolf, of whom we must bow down to. It was, however, in reality, the willow wren. Now, for the record, they continue to call the birds king and queen from here on, so I'm not entirely sure why the Brothers Grimm made a point to distinguish them as willow wren. Anyways... The bear commented, if that's the case, I would love to see his royal palace. Come, take me there. It's not that simple, said the wolf. You gotta wait for the queen. Soon after, the queen came with some food in her beak, and the lord king came too, and they began to feed their little ones. The bear wanted to go in as soon as he saw them, but the wolf held him back and was like, no, now we have to wait for them to leave again. So they watched the hole which the nest was in and eventually left. Ah, uh, three, two, one. The bear couldn't rest until he had seen the royal palace. And so after a short time had passed, bear convinced wolf to go back. Well, Fortunately, the king and queen had just flown out, so he peered in and he saw five or six little ones lying in the nest. Is this the royal palace? cried the bear. It is a wretched palace and you're not king's children. You're disreputable, disreputable children. When the young wrens heard that, they were very angry, and they screamed, That's not true! Our parents are honest people. Bear, you will pay for what you have said. The bear and the wolf grew uneasy and turned back and went into their holes. The young willow wrens, however, continued to cry and scream, and when their parents came back with food, they said, we will not touch one fly's leg. Nope, not even if we're dying of hunger. Until you have settled whether or not we are respectable children. The bear has been here and has insulted us. Then the old king said, don't worry, he'll be punished. And at once he and the queen flew to the bear's cave and called in, old growler, why have you insulted my children? You are going to suffer for this. Be prepared for a bloody war. Thus, war was announced to the bear, and all four-footed animals were summoned to take part in it. Oxen, donkeys, cows, deer, all the other animals of the earth that had four feet. And the willow wren summoned everything which flew in the air. Not just birds, we're talking midges and hornets and bees and flies, they all came. When the time came for war to begin, 
The Willow Wren sent out spies. The Gnat, who was the most cunning, flew into the forest where the enemy was assembled and hid herself in a leaf of the tree to, to listen in. There stood the bear, and he called the fox before him and declared, Fox, you're the most cunning of all the animals. You'll be our general. Well, good, said the fox, but uh, yeah, we're going to need a signal here. When no one spoke up, the fox came up with his own idea. I have a long, fine, bushy tail, which almost looks like a plume of red feathers. When I lift up my tail quite high, all is going to go well. Yeah, that's what it'll be. When I lift my tail up high, all will be well, and you must charge at that point. But if I let my tail hang down, you need to run away as fast as you can. When the gnat had heard this, she flew back and delivered all the intel she had collected. At daybreak, the battle began. All the four-footed animals came running up with such a noise that the earth trembled beneath them. The willow wren came flying through the air with his army, which had such humming and whirling and swarming that everyone was uneasy and afraid. And on both sides, they advanced against each other. But the willow wren set down the hornet with orders to get beneath the fox's tail and sting with all of his might. When the fox felt the first sting, he started so that he drew up one leg with pain, but he bore through it. And he still managed to keep his tail high in the air. At the second sting, he was forced to put it down for a moment. And then at the third, he just couldn't hold it up anymore and he screamed while his tail was forced between his legs. When the animals saw this, they thought all was lost, and they began to rant, run, each back into his or her hole, giving the birds the victory. Then the king and queen flew home to their children and cried, Children, rejoice! Eat and drink to your heart's content, for we have won the battle. But the young wrens were like, no, 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 no. The bear has to come back to the nest and beg forgiveness and say that we are honorable children. Then, then we'll eat. Then the willow wren flew to the bear's hole and cried, Growler, you come out to my nest to see my children right now and you're going to beg their forgiveness or else every rib in your miserable body will be broken. So the bear crept back to the nest in the greatest fear and begged their pardon. At last, the young wrens were satisfied and they sat down and ate and drank and made merry till quite late into the night. Maybe you have heard that the grim fairy tales are pretty dark. I mean, it's definitely not your typical story, though I'm not sure this quite qualifies as dark. It is weird. What the moral of the story is, it was probably lost with time because I couldn't find an answer to it. I did find a couple of theories. One is that parents should always defend their children. And I hope that's not the moral of the story. 
But the other theory was that you shouldn't overreact. And that one, that one I, I resonate with. But whatever the moral was intended to be, if there was one at all, I can still point out several times that the Jedi Compass might have resolved the issues. But before we get to how the Jedi Compass can be used to analyze this, let's tie the cards back into it. So first, the first card was Embrace Your Emotions. The Bear and the Wrens got caught up in their emotions over a comment. I guess words can hurt so much that people turn to sticks and bones, even though we're told today that you're not supposed to turn that way. But not only that, the rest of the animal kingdom decided that this was enough to warrant getting involved in a war. I mean, let's not even touch the fact that the story explicitly says the Willow Wren isn't actually the king of the birds, which I still haven't quite figured that part out, especially since I kept calling them king and queen throughout the story. There were times that I used Willow Wren and parents, but they were always king and queen in, in this story. So anyways, going to the next card. Next was Keep Your Promises. This was reflected by the king and queen Willow Wrens who promised their children that they would get revenge for them. Finally, you have the Willow Wrens adhering to Disregard Your Apprentice, which in this case means ignore the teachable moment. Instead of using this as an opportunity to teach their children it's dumb to listen to an angry bear, especially one that they don't actually know, they decided to launch an attack. So, how could the Jedi Compass have improved the situation if our characters had this model to look towards for guidance? Well, let's jump in and find out. The bear could have resolved this by overcoming his emotions, which ties us back to the first line of the Jedi Code. When we have an outburst, it may be that our emotions are just too strong for us to control in the moment. In truth, because we are human, it's normal for us to have times when we fail the first line of the Jedi Code, emotion yet peace, or there is no emotion, there is peace, or from the Heartline Jedi Creed, I will be mindful of my thoughts and control my actions. What we have to do is allow ourselves to be corrected and act appropriately when it's pointed out to us. If the bear had had the Jedi Code to guide him, the bear could have seen the situation, and instead of letting others get hurt over his words, he could have gone to the Willow Wrens and apologized with the hopes that the war could be avoided. Instead, he called on reinforcements. Much the same, the parents could have asked the bear to apologize before they jumped to the assault. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. The Wrens had several times that they could have done something that's in line with the Jedi Compass. They could have tried tolerance first. The words weren't actually harming the children. But to abide by the ethic of defense and action, because there is no telling what, a bear, what the bear might do, they could have approached the bear and told him very sternly not to approach their nest again or hellfire would rain down upon him. There is no shame in putting a restraining order against someone harassing you or your family. And this is definitely a form of defense that you can use. Now, they could have also tried negotiating an apology. 
which would have worked well with trying to achieve peace, which, you know, we could also tie back to the fiction's alternative Jedi code, Jedi are Guardians of Peace. By attempting a route of negotiation, the Wrens and the Bear could have been given an opportunity to teach the children about the art of peace through diplomacy. But they didn't do that, so, you know, we get this story. When we let our emotions get the better of us, we can create conflict amongst a massive number of people that's just unnecessary. Think about the aggression you have or have had towards another person and the people you roped into the war against them. Now, was the war really a righteous war? Or was it something, was it over something as petty as a stranger saying, you're disreputable children? Thank you for joining me on Jedi Journal, and I hope that you are awakening the night within.